The By the Hood podcast is brought to you by Discover Your Options. Getting started with trading options may seem intimidating, but with the Discover Your Options bootcamp, you'll be up to speed faster than you could have ever imagined. No matter what your ultimate goal is, learn the basic skills and gain all the confidence needed to ultimately win in the exciting world of options. Go to By the Hood University and click on the link for Discover Your Options to receive the code for 60% off the bootcamp. That's right, 60% off. Remember, go to Buy the Hood University, look at Discover Your Options, and get 60% off. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. want to say thank you to everyone out there who supports us in any way possible. Um, special shout out to the students in By the Hood University. We appreciate all of your support, all the support online on the various sites. Special shout out to the um, folks that like um, like our Facebook page. Um, our Facebook page just got monetized, which is pretty dope. And that's because of the support that um, everyone has shown us with the content we create as well as my brilliant meme that you can see in my name. I am the meme legend. For those watching the video, <laughs> with that being said, man, um, our platform is designed, as always, to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work in the community. That's whether they're building uh, investment portfolios, doing community service, building businesses. Whatever it is, we like to talk to people that look just like us um, who are doing amazing things. But I'm joined by my partner, Crime, as always, Core. Core, what's up, bro? Man, I'm, you know, Every day above the ground is a good day. I don't, you know, complaining ain't going to make it no better and complaining ain't going to make it no worse. So, you know, I'm out here living the dream, man, because I'm living. No doubt. I heard that. I heard that, man. How, how, how's the weather down there in uh, in Texas where you at, brother? It's actually um, not that bad because it's the, the, uh, the, 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 the incoming storms, you know what I mean, is actually knocking down some of this heat. So it ain't it ain't really been that bad. Okay. It's okay. Really, That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. So we're about to get this episode started, man. And this episode, we have another brother um, who we want to highlight. This brother is an investor, um, options trader. He trades options on a daily basis. He's also big in the cryptocurrency space as an investor. Um, want to get his perspective on everything going on in those various markets, as well as to tell his story, man. And without further ado, we have our brother, Russell. Russell Hughes is in the building. Russell, what's up, bro? Man, I can't call it. You know, I can't I heard complain. That. And if I could, would you want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Russ, Russ, man, Um, you know, we were talking before we came on and I was telling you how I love your marketing because um, not only um, are you an options trader and a, a cryptocurrency investor, but you try to uh, help other people get into the space as well. But your marketing is one thing that, uh, you know, drew me to your page and how you tell history. But before we get into your marketing, let's take a step back and talk about your history. Um, where are you from? What part of the country are you from? Um, you know, where'd you grow up at and what kind of school did you have? Um, I'm from Philly, you know. You know, I was born and mm -hmm. raised in Philly. You know, I went to uh, Lincoln All High School. You know, after that, joined the military. And, um, you know, after, the after I got out the military... You know, I was, I, you know, I was having some problems because, you know, the military can do that to you, you know, with, with um, you know, holding down jobs and, and, you know, and, you know, the way society is, if you can't hold a job down, you know, you're, you're lazy or something's wrong with you, but, 
you know, later on down the line, I learned I couldn't hold down a job because it wasn't meant for me to have a job. <laughs> you, you understand? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little different when you realize that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want people to realize that, you know, doesn't mean that you're, you're, you're lazy, you have problems with authority. You know, the universe just doesn't want you to have a job. They want you to do you. Do what you, yeah. what your talent. All right, Russ, if you don't mind me asking, um, what branch of the military were you in? I was in the Army. You know, I spent some time as a uh, – I was a parachute rigger. So, basically, I jumped out of planes and jumped into battle. Crazy right, so stuff. First thing I think of is um, your, your, your threshold for, uh, you know, um, as you're a trader as well as an investor, I'm like, well, you could probably deal with a lot of risk. If you jumping out planes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing I think of right there. Um, but you said you, you know, from Philly, went into the military, um, but you know, working wasn't for you. So, my question to you is: In your upbringing, did you have any exposure to investors or traders or anything like that? No, zero. You know, my my father was he was the first glazer, the first black glazer in Philly. Okay. And, okay, for uh, the folks out there that might know what that means, explain what that means to be a glazer. Um, he, he was the guy that put the glass into buildings like Liberty One and Liberty Two. Okay. You know, you know and, and the issue with that was so he was always laid off because he was the only black guy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so it was a struggle sometimes growing up. So that's, that, that's basically what I seen growing up. And it was... And I told myself yeah. I wouldn't I, I never want to be in that position. Okay. Know, to, to where someone else controls my flow of money. Okay. So it, so I guess like originally it wouldn't have been investing. How did you actually come across the investment space? Like um I believe you said crypto was your first thing. So it was Yeah. It's, it's a hot, so what made you interested in the crypto space? Um I had taken the Abacus Bitcoin class in um in late 2017. Who introduced you to it? Let's talk. Let's start with that. Who who's the one that um, gave you the exposure to it? Um, James Tompkins, actually. Okay, James himself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How'd you so, meet James? Um, I was in a Black History group, and this brother named Jai Leck, who uh, John McLaughlin. Okay. Um. You know, he was in the Abacus, so I was liking what he was posting. And I was like, you know what? I, I started looking at his page, and he was talking about investing. And I was like, you know, I always wanted to learn because, you know, there was a story, like, right before Facebook went public, right? Mm -hmm. I was working at uh, 1800 JFK, and the boss was like, look, if you have $1,000 – you know, I can get you into some IPO, some pre-IPO shares of Facebook. And, you know, I had the money, but I was like, nah. And now today I look at Facebook and I'm like, Ugh. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know whether you know this or not, because this has happened to come up in conversation. But um, the day we're recording this, Facebook just hit an all-time high. I mean, I yeah, ain't I trying did. to throw that in there, but you did see that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in it today, so I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. See, the thing is, though, at the time, you didn't have the knowledge of the information, so you yeah. didn't know what kind of, uh, you know, kind of deal you were getting. Yeah. Oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. So it, it went from, like, just, just um, 
networking in a history group. So you're you're a fan of history, and I talked about that a little bit in the beginning. We're gonna get into that. Okay. And you know, you met uh, brother James Tompkins, and shout out to brother James Tompkins, um, because he he teaches all the folks that look like us how to how to get in the game. Definitely. But it started it started with crypto, and from crypto, you then you know learned other forms of uh investing. Yes. And, and trading, right? Yes. But what was it about crypto that like, you know, really, really got your attention to the point you went as far in as you have? Once 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 I learned you could be your own bank, you understand that that was what was sold me because we understand how racist these banks are, you know, especially towards us. You know, we we, we put our money in. They, we don't get loans or it's very difficult to get loans. You know, they just they treat us horribly. So when 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 they said being your own bank, I was like that that was what sold me and that the people control it. You know, the decentralization that's where it's not controlled by the government or the bank. So let me ask you this, though, because, you know, you are someone that loves history. And I talked about your marketing in terms of um, using um, historical photos as well as uh, stories to talk about investing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that your love of history is something that made you gravitate towards the cryptocurrency space? Because uh, to me, that, that is the interesting part of crypto. When you talk about decentralization, when you talk about, um, you know, how our dollar was removed from the gold standard, um, historically speaking, and what that's done to inflation. Do you think it was those kind of things, your 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 love of history that made you really fall in love with crypto? Yeah, actually, yeah, because I started studying, you know, money and currency also, you know, and um, one thing I found out, every fiat currency in history has went to zero. 100%. I, and I don't think one. a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, every, single under, every single, yo, every single one throughout history is all went to zero. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So you, you're studying a currency. I kind of figured that as you were talking, but um, yeah. but go ahead. So your love of history drew you over there, and you yeah. went heavy into crypto, right? Yes. Yeah. Because the first, the first cryptocurrency to fail was uh, Black Greece. You know, thousands of years ago over here in uh, Mexico, and um, and I mean, you just. Just pick a currency, you know, it has went to zero. Yeah. Every fiat. And, yes. And 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 it's and every fifty to hundred years a new currency comes out, right? And uh this is a this is the hundredth year, right? So so I'm I'm getting heavily invested because you know history repeats itself and those who don't learn from it, you know, are doomed to repeat it, you know. Even um, Jerome Powell is speaking on Thursday about inflation. Yeah, you know, he about to let it, he about to let everybody know what's coming. He about to let he really let the cat out the bag <laughs> and tell people to get the you know you know square and, up and, or, or or get squared up. Yeah, yeah. but it's, what's interesting to me about like Jerome Powell and his conversations, like um, he's just flat out telling people like, yeah, we're just printing money, like it's not even hidden anymore, right? So yeah. we talk about history. We talk about and for those out there who uh, may not have and I have it literally sitting right here next to me. You want to learn that history. Here's a great book, uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Like, oh, yes, I, yeah, I, that's, I was, that's an awesome book. This is, this is the blueprint. I'm actually studying this. It's like my fourth or fifth time reading it. But anyway, but it was hidden then. He's now on TV. He was on 60 Minutes like, yeah, we're printing money, you know, and I'm like, they just flat out telling you what it is. 
Um, so you positioned yourself in cryptocurrency. Let's get back to your story. You positioned yourself in cryptocurrency, and you've also got involved in the stock market as well as options trading, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Okay, and you trade options on a daily basis. Yes. So tell us what it's like to make that transition from someone you know who grew up in you know Philadelphia, uh, you know went to the army, and then you get into this um, space where you're trading options and you know you're dealing with cryptocurrency. What kind of changes has it been for you? Oh man, you know when I first came into the markets, man, I still had my old mentality. So you know I was so I was losing. You know, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was I was losing for a while. And um whoo, I had to literally you know, reprogram myself. You know, through like books on on not necessarily trading and investing, but books on mindset. You understand? I I had to really shift my mindset because I even though I didn't want to become I didn't want to I wasn't um even though I was an employee, I still had that mindset. And that was the hardest thing to go because it was like, you know, what am I going to do now? You know, you, would you would you consider that your biggest hurdle in changing your life to be going from employee to an investor? Would you say your biggest hurdle is mindset? Yes, that is definitely the biggest because. You know, when you see, you know, when you're looking at your investments or your trade and it's and it's going against you, it's like, you know, what do you do? Do you do I stay in or do I get out? And a lot of in most and in the beginning, I got out and I lost on and I lost as soon as I would get out, you know, the stock or the coin or the trade would just go back up. And I was like, wow. So, you know, you know, one thing. You know, I, I would I would say about it is, you know, I'm a chart reader. OK, so the uh, the charts are a reflection of you. You understand? I, I had to learn that, you know, if I'm nervous, the charts are nervous. If I'm confident, the charts are confident. Mm. So, you know, once I once I um, changed my mentality, I learned how how to use those charts, because you know, you're in a play or you're in a stock or you're in a coin that millions of other people are in and they're making money and you're not. You know, so. Yes, that's that's, a, that's an amazing point. I actually just wrote that down. That's an amazing point. Um, <laughs> because a lot of times with traders, uh, I, I think we forget that there's somebody on the other side of that trade. Um, but the idea that the charts are a reflection of you. Can you dig a little deeper into that? Like, what, what do you exactly do you mean when you say the charts are a reflection of you? Okay, when you're when you when you're looking at you know this and this is coming from a this is coming from I, I'm I am a chart reader. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So at, at the end of the day, right? I you know charts charts are basically right. A chart is a chart, right? It's not negative or positive. It's neutral. Okay. Now, how you read the chart is based on your mindset. You understand? Okay. If you if you come into a trade, right, or an investment, you know, thinking you're going to lose, that's exactly what the charts are going to say. If you ah. think you're going to win, you know, the charts will um, 
the charts will, will have you to win. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the past two weeks, I've only been in plays for like maybe one to five minutes and I've gotten like 40 to 60% returns. Wow. Because, you know, I've learned to trade just one pattern, right? And that one pattern works for me. But it took you a while to get to that point, right? Yes, it, it took me a while mentally to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know. So what was it? What what was it that gave you that breakthrough mentally, right? So, and you're not the first person to talk about like this transition, and the mental part is even more important than anything else. But what was it for you when it finally clicked? What helps you with that mental piece? Um, what 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 helped me was I, I sat down and read this book called Trading Psychology. You understand? And uh, and I learned, <coughs> excuse me, is that um, you know the reasons that we we lose or win in trading is because of of actually our upbringing, right? You know, if 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 you were raised in in a family where money was tight, you know you're going to be tight with your trade. You know, if it falls a little bit, you're out. And as soon as you sell it, you know. You know, it goes, it, it'll, it'll start going in your direction, whether it's a call, put, you know, whatever. And I had to dig back into my childhood, you understand, to understand why I was the way I was, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. once I did that, you know, my trading started improving, you know. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, do you know, who, do you know who wrote that book, by the way, by any chance? Um. I have it on Google. I, I, I got a, a copy of it on Google. Yeah, I just okay. want the name stuff. Okay. Add, add that to our add that to our books list for the folks out there listening to the podcast or watching. Um, it will be in our recommended book section because I think that's interesting. I've never heard anyone say that like they had to actually dig into their personal life and their past to help them become a better investor or trader. But it yeah. makes perfect sense the way you say that. Yeah. Because, you know, like I, I was a salesperson, right? You know, I was into things like, you know, reverse mortgages, subprime mortgages, um, um, debt settlement. And, and no, I didn't go to college for any of that. <laughs> and, you know, what would, and what would happen is, you know, the government would pass regulations. So it was like, oh, it's over. It's over. So I had the mentality of, you know, I could be on a good run and it's going to end. You know, I always was looking for it to end and because of, you know, my, my past experiences. And, um, and once I got past that, you know, it really, my, my trading just became insane. Yeah. You know, I've heard people talk about that. It's, it's, it's how you look at the world, whether you see it in abundance or scarce. Um, yeah, that can dictate a lot in your life, but that's, that's interesting, man. So, so, I want to talk about your love of history because I see how you tie in history with finance. So for one, you talk about your love of history is what got you into the crypto space. Um, where does love of history come from? Is it something that you've always been interested in? Um, it's something I've always been interested in, but, you know, I, I was going through heavy, heavy depression and, and you know, and PTSD and, and other things, you know, from the military. And I got hold of this book called uh, When Rocks Cry Out by uh, Horace Butler. Okay. And, you know, you know, this, this brother, you know, knows his stuff, you know, 
for real. And you know, once I learned that, you know, all the black, all the black history, all the histories are black, from Hayside to Homer to Herodotus. You know, all of that is black history that took place here in Americas. And you know, you know, it, it sparked a light. Like, wait a minute, we invented reading, we invented writing. You understand? We invented math. We invented everything. So you mean to tell me that all this in my DNA and I can't I can't invest, I can't trade? No, we we created this. You know, it, it it's basically in our in our DNA and it's you know, and um you know, it taught me that, you know, this is that I was living under my lower, you know, with my lower self, you know, and I had to get back into my higher self to you know, which was mentality, you know what I'm saying, and belief and everything, you know. That's interesting because you think about um, how our how our, our, our youth, how they're educated and not getting this history. And you talk about what it did for you personally, just finding out, you know, um, where you come from. That changed the way you saw everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I have the real faces, real black faces of Adam, Eve, Moses, David. You know, Alexander the Great, you know what I'm saying? And you know, et cetera. Cain, Abel. You know, mm. I have these guys black faces in their black history. And and I don't know if you ever heard the, of the Olmec heads. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I know who a couple of them are, you know. Okay. You, so you've you done know, the knowledge. So yeah. so all of that is what gave you um kind of the audacity to 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 move into this space and 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 do well in this space. So that, yeah. that that's amazing, man. So it's it's amazing how um you tie those things together, man. Yeah. Um so my question is this though. So now you're trading crypto, now now you're um as well as uh the options market. Mm-hmm. What are some of your long-term goals? Um my my long-term goals is I I, I actually want to teach because I'm not worried about money. You understand? That that that's coming. You know, I, I want other other brothers and sisters to really start taking this cryptocurrency space, you understand, seriously, you know, like, like I have a, I, there's a site, right, that I have where you can get 15% APR, actually, excuse me, 16% APR on stable coins, right? Yeah. You know, and for anyone that doesn't know, that's a, it's a coin that is pegged to the US dollar, so it doesn't go up or down. You know, people can put their money in that and get 15 percent where the bank is only giving you. What, a half uh, percent? Less than that. <laughs> less than that. <laughs> and they're taking that in fees. You understand? Yeah, less than that. Although, yes. although I will say this, though, just to push back a little bit, like if we believe that the dollar is being deflated, you're probably better off in a regular Bitcoin as opposed to being in a stable coin. But I understand why you say that, because that yeah. takes away the fear that yeah. some people have. Yeah. Of getting into space. Yeah. Have you read the book um Bitcoin in Black America? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good book. Uh uh by, by Brother Zay, uh Bitcoin Zay. He was actually on our show, but he wrote a book called Bitcoin in Black America, and it's his belief in why um all of our people should get into the space. Um, but I think you'll like that based upon you know this conversation and what you're saying, why you think that people should take this this um asset class more serious. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's start with that though. Let me ask you about that though. And you trying to put people on to this space that you're passionate about. 
and you're passionate about it from your from your studies. Mm-hmm. What's what's the pushback like? How, how do people respond to that? Um, most of the time, it's honestly fear based, right? Because people fear what they don't understand. You understand? We weren't taught money and currency. You understand? Or at least I wasn't growing up, right? So, you know, I, I try to explain to people that, you know, currency can be anything. You understand? Like in the 90s, in our neighborhoods, man, you know, crack was currency. You could get things, yeah. you know, with crack. You yeah. know, I, I seen an ad, right, where a guy was selling a car, right? He wanted, it, you know, an equal amount of guns to how much the car was worth. So... <laughs> You know, so, you know, currency can be whatever it is that you accept. You know, if a child wants bubble gum, you know, that's currency. You know what I'm saying? Because you're paying that out. You know, you know, the problem is that we only look at the U.S. dollar as currency, you know, and, 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 you know, that that's like the biggest pushback because, you know, and also what people, what the financial institutions are saying on TV, you know, yeah. which is funny because they're saying one thing and doing another, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's interesting. Another thing is funny is like what I what I recognize. The older I get, the more I read, the more I study is how we as a people have been, I would say brainwashed, but brainwashed about yeah. you know um, our currency, our country, all these things. When you start to travel and get outside of this the states, you realize that you go to some countries. I've been to countries where I try to pull out a dollar, and they're like, "Yo, if you don't get that out of here," like you know. <laughs> sure. um, but I've also I've been, been to, <laughs> but I've also been to countries where I can live like a king based on the dollar. So yeah, you know, it's depending upon where you're going. But what that what that taught me is like our money is not the be all end all. And again, when you start to study history and you study, you know, a currency and 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 and, and um economic systems you will look at the dollar completely different so you'll be less likely yeah. to be scared of something like cryptocurrency but i just wonder yeah. what kind of pushback you get from our people because uh i could imagine them not wanting to hear you talk about cryptocurrency no nah, they, they, they don't want to hear it i wear shirts you know and um and it's crazy right because when i start talking about it if there's a white person around they start asking questions yeah, you know, and, 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 and you know, that 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 was that that's kind of that was kind of weird to me. You understand, you know, because black people are like, well, someone just came up with a currency out of nowhere and and I'm supposed to just buy it. Yeah, yeah. that's what the dollar is. Yeah, that's what the dollar is. Exactly what the dollar is. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. You know, yeah. But, <laughs> but let me ask, let me ask you this, right? For our listeners out there, or people that are watching right now, mm-hmm. if you had to give them one reason why you're passionate about black folks being in the space, like what would your commercial be? What would you say to to our people about why you believe they should at least study or understand this space? Because, who? That's a good question. They they should be in the crypto space, right? Because. We're preparing for crypto is preparing for a bull run. You know, that's that's going to be 2017. Right. In 2017, there was a bull run where people were turning three hundred dollars into thirty thousand. OK. And, you know, since we're at the bottom, you understand, I. I you know, 
I, I want our people to uh oh you get kidding me. Okay, I, I wanna see our people um I wanna see our people rise up. You understand? You know and um you know because like I said, man, we invented everything, you understand? And you know we we have a tendency to be, to not believe that these sectors are only for white folks. You understand? Because you know, you know, around 400 BC, right? Um, you know, you know, when Rome and everyone was in America, you know, they were, you know, they tried that that racism stuff that they're trying today. But uh, you know, we kicked their behinds and banished them to Europe. You know what I'm saying? And and that put them into that put them into the, a period called the Dark Age. You understand? Because they couldn't see what was going on in Africa and, and America, right? So, you know, don't let them get their revenge. You understand? You know, don't 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 let them do that. Get into this space. You understand? I mean, you have coins that are fifty cent that are going to two dollars, five dollars. You know, and now everybody, everyone has fifty cent. You know, let, let, let's just be honest. And um, you know, study this because this is the future of currency. This is becoming a digital world. You understand? So, of course, the currency will be digital. And you know, get into something. Get into this, man, you know, while the, the governments and the institutions or the whales or the rich people are, are buying this stuff up. You understand? Because Bitcoin is going to become the currency of the rich, literally. You understand? You know, this is something where there's only 19 million of them. Right now, there are 19 million. And it's going to take to like 2040 to get to, the, to 21 million. You understand? So this was this was built the last. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we can and we can pass this, we can pass this currency down to our children. You understand? You know, because they're already building Bitcoin friendly cities right now. You know, there's there's actually one being built in Texas. You understand? And it's also one of the largest mining rigs, if not the largest mining rig in the United States. Interesting. You know. Okay. You know, you know, I just don't I don't want us to be last, you know, no, like we you. always are. I yeah, got you, know. you. I got you. I got you. Like you. <laughs> no, no, it's money being made out here. So let's yeah. get on the streets and get some. Exactly. Yeah, it sounds yeah, it sounds like what you what you're trying to say to some of what you're saying is it's a huge transfer of wealth going on. Yeah. Um, and we've already seen transfers of wealth in the real estate industry in our neighborhoods. We've seen transfers of wealth in the stock market. I mean, what is going on literally right now during this pandemic? Yeah, um, like you, you want to talk about transfer of wealth? All the mom and pop stores, forty percent of the mom and pop stores is permanently closing, but Amazon, Facebook, and and, and Shopify, and all of these is reaching their all-time highs. So that'll tell you the transfer of wealth went from the big, you know, Walmart, Target, and all the, the transfer of wealth went from the from the, from the everyday person to the big box stores. And so we need to, you know, when we see a transfer of wealth, we have to understand what's happening and get on the front side and not get kicked off to the back side, like or, or be on the back side on the yeah. back end. Of it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So I, 
I know you agree with that, Russ, because that's in every industry, and that's, that's that's in pretty much every industry, right? Whether we're talking about the stock market, whether we're talking about the crypto market, we're talking about retail, we're talking about you can talk about gold, silver, all of these things. Um, you know, we kind of get left behind, so we need to be in, in the forefront and be operating in all these spaces, man. So it's interesting to hear you talk about that. Let me ask you this question: um, You talked about a couple books already. If you had to give your favorite book, whether it be investment or non-investment, what would be your favorite book? Um, it, it would always be uh, When Rocks Cry Out, you understand, because that book opened my eyes to, to, to almost everything that was being hidden, you know, not, you know, not everything, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, like, right, so that's, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah. All right, so yeah, man, listen, this this has been an interesting talk, man, because um, we we wanted to have you on as someone who who talks constantly. You're online and you're talking about the yeah. crypto space, and you're talking to our people. And I was I was you know wondering your perspective on why, because you're very passionate about us getting in this space. Um, Corey, you have any questions for us? Yeah, I do. I have a couple questions. You said you want to get into teaching. Uh, what are, what are, what are you doing to get that that PC up on your future started? You know, I, I have a list of 35 long-term coins, right, that that I sell with the potential to go up 1,000 to 10,000% within 12 to 18 months. And everyone that's purchased the list, you know, they get free consultations from me where I show them how to buy the coins and why they should buy these coins. You understand? Because one one, one thing I believe, right, Cryptocurrency is going to be the biggest wealth transfer of our lifetime. You understand? I just and watched the government give out twenty billion, two billion, three billion dollars in in thirty days. You telling me it's going to be bigger than that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me ask you this. Listen, I'm, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. I just, you know. yeah. <laughs> I, I got a question about that though, because okay. you talked about those thirty-five coins, right? So, yeah. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a Bitcoin maximalist, but I will say that um, I, I like to read the white papers of a lot of these projects, mm-hmm. and to me, a lot of it is garbage. And a lot of it, to me, um, you know, we, we got the, the term shit coins. A lot of them yeah. are shit coins. Yeah. 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 And a lot of them, even when I read the white paper, I'm like, yo, why are they pumping this? This is good. This will never work. I'm not gonna name any coins, but it's a lot of that, and a lot of them are a lot of them are on Coinbase, Gemini. They're in the big platforms. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is bullshit. And also, when I look at um, <laughs> when I look at um, Bitcoin and Ethereum, right? So to me, those are the two that, if I had to take my money and put my money just in a couple coins, those would be the two, um, because they're proven. Now I understand yeah. that there's gains to be made in the other coins, mm-hmm. but how many coins do you think will be successful in the long run? Because it's like a coin in like damn near every day at this point. It's always something, <laughs> there's always something new that, you know, people are pumping. There's a lot of pumping up in that, in that, in that sector. So yeah. how do you stay away from the, the BS is my question. Um, like, like you said, I, you know, read the white pages and most importantly, check the volume, right? Check the volume. You understand? Like there, there, there's a there's a new industry, the DeFi industry, the decentralized finance, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there are a bunch of garbage coins in that. Okay, a lot of them. 
Yeah. But it, yeah. But there are some excellent coins, right, with with long term potential. You understand? And you know, DeFi is gonna change the world. You understand? I mean, you know, if you want to make some money, man, buy insurance on these new coins, right? And if they have a bad contract, then guess what? You get paid. Because the coin goes to zero, you get paid. You know what I'm saying? Okay, explain that to us. Explain what you mean by buy insurance. Okay. There's insurance on a lot of these coins, right? You know, you can buy. What is the let – me, let, me, let me go check the uh, actual name of the company, okay? And I'll tell you. In a, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Okay. Nexus Mutual. Okay. Nexus Mutual. Right. You understand? You can buy insurance on some of these coins, and if they're if they have flawed contracts, right? Because a lot of these DeFi coins had flaws, and he went to zero. You understand? And if you're good enough to find a coin that you feel like that. That will have that will be flawed. You buy, send a couple dollars, buy some insurance on it, and get paid. Hmm, I never you know heard when it goes that. to zero. That's a, that's a whole other hustle, right there. <laughs> that's similar. That's, that's similar to buying a put, I guess. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know that you know there are other coins with 74 percent staking. You can understand? 70, 74. Yeah. I mean. You can go on these platforms, you know, legitimate platforms and lend your crypto. You understand for up to 100% returns. You know, you know, decentralized finance is, is literally going to make banks obsolete. You understand? And, you know, they even have fake coins, right? There are, there are fake coins, right? Example, like you'll have a YFI, right? Mm-hmm. And someone will come out with a fake YFI, right? You know, when you're searching through uh, CoinGecko, you know, that's a definitely a good uh, a site for uh, crypto. It's much better than CoinMarketCap, right? You'll see literally like three or four different coins, right? But only one has a star on it. You know, you want to and you want to look for the one with the star in it, because if not, you're going to get ripped off. See, so this is the thing, right? So um, and that's one of the, the, the parts that scares a lot of folks. Yeah. Um, because it is decentralized, all right? So it's away from, well, at least we believe it to be, away yeah. from, like, the, the traditional systems. Mm-hmm. But that also leads to a lot of what you're talking about, which can scare some folks away. Yeah. But that's why, like, when I'm talking about the space, I always talk about, like, Bitcoin and Ethereum yeah. just for a novice. Mm-hmm. Because when you get deep into the space, you'll see what you're talking about. That can scare folks away because yeah. the government ain't there to back you up. Like, I've seen people send crypto to a wrong address, and it's gone forever. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before, too. You know, I there's a there's a platform, right, called Celsius, okay? Mm-hmm. That's where you get paid interest. Like, let's say if you buy SNX, right, you can get up to 60, you get 16% interest, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Celsius is insured by Lloyds of London, okay? okay? So if anything happens to your crypto, you know, you're covered. You understand? And, you know... And, and, you know, hopefully that can, you know, ease people's minds with that. You understand? Because, you know, like in case if you might forget your your wallet, you know, your private keys or, you know, your word phrase, you know, you can always keep it on Celsius and you can earn interest on your coins. 
Got you. You know, you know, like example, like Link, right? Last week the interest rate was two percent. This week it's four and a half. You know, and you know, you get paid uh, weekly interest. You know, in three months I've made almost four hundred dollars. Not a lot of money, but you yeah, know, that's that, 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 crypto. But I mean, you, compare, you just made four. I mean, on, in a bank, if you're gonna get four hundred dollars, you gotta put like two hundred thousand dollars in there to get four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, no BS. You gotta literally yeah. have about yeah. two hundred grand in there to get yeah. two hundred dollars. No, no, no. That's the thing. That's all passive. That's without lifting a finger. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I, okay. I, I just wanted to bring that up because I know a lot of people will listen to this yeah. and hear this, and they, you know, you'll yeah. they'll start to get scared when you talk about those kind of frauds and fake coins and all those yeah. things. Yeah. Which is why, like, for people starting out in the space, first off, get educated. Um, yeah. Make sure you study and understand what's going on, but then don't jump into some of the shit coins because believe me, it's a lot yeah. of garbage out there. Yeah. And but that also that also shows me how powerful it is because. When you start to see that junk get there, that means that people recognize that it's a lot of money flowing that way, um, a yeah. lot of money flowing into that industry. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, when you talk to anyone from out like yeah. Silicon Valley, they'll tell you that every pretty much all the new startups are blockchain startups. So mm-hmm. that 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 shows you something as well, man. Russ, man, um, I just want to thank you for your time, man, and, and and thank you for you know what you do in terms of trying to educate folks, you know, using the history. But also talking about the currencies and the money. Um, so before we get out of here, though, um, I do want to ask you this: uh, outside of the options, outside of the crypto, is there any other space that you're looking to get involved in? Um, you know, I was thinking about the real estate because you know my stepson. You know, he he wants to. He, he doesn't want any job because he sees how you know his stepfather and his mother live. Got you. You know, so uh, and I know you guys are experts on that. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, we've had a lot of real estate folks on here. I'm a real estate guy myself, but the yeah. reason, one of the reasons I want to talk to you is because I like to talk to people who are in multiple spaces. Because um, yeah. what Corey said, when Corey says that there's a transfer of wealth going on um, in different spaces, it happens in real estate too. So we need to, you know, be knowledgeable. Um, mm-hmm talk to folks and meet folks that look like us who are in all of these spaces. But, you know, if your stepson and you need any help in real estate, you know, reach out anything that I can do. I definitely will help you with that. But, um, you know, is, is money being made there too? Is money being made in all these spaces? But I want to make sure that we get an adequate representation. I'm looking to find someone black now who uh, specializes in art, right? So, cause I know it's money being made in art. I just read an article this past week. Um, a baseball card just sold for $3.9 million and I got into the trap Mike of Trout. Yeah, Mike Trout's rookie card just broke a record. LeBron had the wow. previous record. His rookie card sold eight. Someone just paid 3.9 for a Mike Trout card. Now, mind you, this is in the middle of a global pandemic and Mike Trout just made someone a millionaire that he's probably never met and all they did was have that asset, right? So there's money being made in alternative assets. Yeah. Yeah. There's millions of dollars being made in comic yeah. books. There's millions of dollars being made in trading cards, crypto, stock, real estate, gold, yeah. silver, you name it, technology. There's millions yeah. of dollars being yeah. made all over the place, and we need to kind of um, be aware of it and be in those spaces. So what you're doing is very important, Russ, and I want to say we appreciate you. Yeah. Man, I appreciate y'all, man, for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely, pre- man, absolutely. 
and we're going to um you know put put a link so people can get in touch with you to ask you any um, specific crypto questions or anything yeah. they have but um yeah. you know keep doing what you're doing and keep spreading that word about the cryptocurrency within our community man i yeah. think it's, it's very very important man show the people love man you're great you, yeah. you out here doing great things man when you want to teach like you said money ain't a thing it'll come man you got you you out here teaching yeah you know and you know the you know half of the list oh no still here yeah, yeah still you know half of the list you know the money of the list goes to someone else because you know i don't i don't really care about making money man teaching you know what i'm saying you know person buys my list i'll do free consultations i'll you know i you know we'll, we'll we can i start them off with something like link you understand you know because i believe link is going to 50 bucks by the end of the month i mean years by the end of the year you know it, it's something easy it's on coinbase you know xtz you know mm -hmm. that's a, that's another good one you know that you know these are these, yeah Told yeah. you, man. They call me, they call me Jeff Tezos out here, man. Jeff Tezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, have no doubt. I have all of those coins. You know, no you know, so, you know, I, so, you know, I can teach a safe, a safe alternative, you know. Yeah. If just, if just buying Bitcoin, you know, experts are saying Bitcoin is going to go to a hundred grand by next year. And what people don't know, a lot of the institutions are, are they have money set aside for crypto, but they're not going to put it into the market until Bitcoin reaches 50,000. Mm -hmm. You understand? Now, once Bitcoin reach, reaches 50,000, it's going to hit 100 really quickly. Yeah. Because for some, you know, for some reason, institutions like buying at the top. I don't know why. Well, I mean, because also is 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 you know, I mean, not, not that they need anymore, but, but it's they, would, they wouldn't be buying at the top because my thing is they're gonna sell it back to you for yeah. hundred and ten. Not, not only that, not only that, run to they're gonna sell it yeah. back to you yeah. for one ten. Not only that, they've already been buying. That's all they've already yeah. been buying. So I, it's funny because I always tell people to. Don't just listen to what people say. Watch what they yeah. do. You gotta watch what they yeah. do. The yeah. Yeah. Hand, yeah. institutional sleight of hand is crazy because yeah. they've been telling this since 2016, 27 on the 2017 bull run. They were saying crypto stink, crypto stink, and then they start <laughs> buying a gang of crypto. They just start yeah. buying it. Yeah, you, can, you you have to remember, man. Crypto is their competition. You understand? They're buying it because they want you to come to them. You understand? Because most people already feel like they need banks. So if the banks are doing crypto, they're going to go to the banks. Listen, you understand where they you, you gotta you gotta watch what people do and not listen yeah. to what they say. Warren yeah. Buffett spent like 25 years talking dirty about gold and silver, but he just he just bought in the gold. He made money in silver a couple of years ago. People act like that didn't happen, all the but all the while telling you. No, don't get into this. Like yeah. he plays the role of this, like you know, um, this old granddad that gives you wisdom. But yo, watch what he does, not just listen to what he says. Yeah, I yeah. watch. I watch executives from Goldman Sachs talk filthy about crypto, and now they have their own. Uh, you know, USDC is the Goldman Sachs base. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. the, yeah. the one, yeah. the, the one that's on Coinbase is a partnership between Coinbase and Goldman Sachs. Like. Yeah. Yeah, so watch what they do, man. Because the one thing about banks is they're not in business to lose money; they're in business to make yeah. money. That's what their business is. Mm -hmm. You know so, what I'm saying? So 
and I, yeah. I, I apologize for the folks listening. I didn't mean to get on a rant here, but um, <laughs> you know, talking to Russ got uh, got me real passionate about this because I want our yeah. folks to win the same way he does. And yeah. a lot of times, um, you know, they hit us with the okie doke and the sleight of hand, but you got to just pay attention to what's going on out there. And watch what people are doing, man. Yeah. Watch where yeah. they're putting their money and put your money yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. Just, just buy Bitcoin. You understand? Buy Bitcoin, and you know, in two to three years, you'll be glad you did. There you Just go. There you go. Let, let, let's yeah, stop it right there, man. Because yeah. I think that I think that's the message right there, man. <laughs> Listen, man, Core. Before we get out of here, you got any last words, Core? Appreciate your time, man. Thanks for coming out. Please. Absolutely, Listen, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I'm going to have to come up there and see you come to New Caney, which is about five minutes away. I know. <laughs> right, I'm right down the street, literally. Let me, y'all be careful out there in the Texas streets, man. Listen to the folks out there watching, man. Um, thank you again for all your continued support. I hope you got something from this episode. Um, you know, we talked a lot about the cryptocurrency space, which is, you know, intentional because we want you to pay attention. We're not trying to sell you anything like that, but go do some research and please, please learn about this sector. Um, you know, uh, because it's the future, you know what I mean? Um, Russ, thank you again. Yeah. And as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep yeah. game elevates and we'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace. All right. Peace.